You're listening to a Chirp Radio podcast. For more interviews and stories, visit chirpradio.org slash podcasts. today i'm good how are you amelia doing great little hot here lots of sun little hot a lot of a lot of noise but you know that's how we like it yeah yeah that's why we're here um so i want to talk about your new album that just came out you've spoken a lot about how it's a little different than some of the other liars releases can you say a bit more about why you think it has a different theme or sound maybe oh uh, well i mean partially because i made it in the bush in australia you know i've never made a record in australia before so that was a big deal for me and i think that shaped the sound a lot um but then also you know i i'm i made this all on my own so it was very personal you know in the past i've been able to hide behind the pronoun we and uh and and this time i had to say i which is a big step yeah so you talked to them about you recorded it by yourself these themes of being like kind of alone in the bush but the imagery about it is all like a wedding dress and this kind of symbol of i don't know community and communion so how do you see that kind of that interplay going well i mean i'd always uh regarded my bandmates as as my wife and husband and uh, so I, I felt like that uh, now that I was on my own, I wanted to still be the, the wife, but just without a husband, you know what <laughs> I mean? Um, and it's, a, it's liberating, you know? Um, I think, you know, I could have easily made a, a, a cover that was sort of like a, a landscape maybe of where I, I made the work, because it's beautiful, um, or more obviously a fountain maybe. Yeah. But uh, I wanted to make the decision that keeps me awake at night, you know, because it's so scary. And I think one of the scariest things I've done is put myself on an album cover in a wedding dress. Yeah. So can you can we like dig into that a little more? Why scary exactly? Oh, because all the creative decisions that you make that are scary are the better, better ones. You know, the ones that are easy and that you're happy with, uh, uh, that come, you know quote-unquote naturally and that make you feel good about yourself are probably not as good as the ones where you're like oh my god am I really gonna show people this because it's so scary (laughs) I love that um do you feel like your crowds or your fans have how do you feel like they've responded to this image of you oh you know it's been kind of interesting I didn't I didn't kind of expect the well certainly the cover to become this kind of thing you know but it's definitely got a life of its own and you want that with artwork you know um so I'm excited about that and uh yeah I mean people people seem to be into this record um but you know I never know you know really I don't know because I don't I don't actually try and and let that get into my head too much so I I make what I make and then and then I and then I you know enjoy that until the next time um, so, are, have you today at during your set you kind of performed in a version of a wedding dress? Yeah. Do you do that at all your shows for this tour, or how's that been? The un- yeah, the only one I didn't do it for was in Luxembourg. Have you ever been there? No. 
No, it's like it, it's a country. I don't know if everyone knows that, but yeah. it's a it's a weird small country between France, Belgium, and Germany. And uh, I just didn't. I wasn't feeling that vibe. And so I, I wore the veil, which which I think also can can get across the the idea um, yeah. without the wedding dress. But you know, it's fun for me. It's something to play with. Yeah. I don't play an instrument, so I want to play the dress. Oh, I love that. Um, playing the dress. I push down on a terrible thoughts inside. did that process go? What does that mean? I mean, we're in Chicago. There is nothing like the bush at all around here. So can you tell our listeners kind of what that, how that worked? Yeah, well, I live in a national park uh, in Australia where you, there are no roads, so you can only get there by boat. Um, so it's really, really isolated. And I have a little studio out there in the bush. And um, what I did was, is I recorded a bunch of instruments in Los Angeles, like in a proper studio all sorts of stuff, you know, like random, oh, I'll play the xylophone. And then, and then all those recordings I took to Australia, took to the bush and put them into samplers. And so I was able to play them, you know, without having the actual instruments with me in, in the bush. So, um, yeah, it was a, a really sort of practical way of, of making music in a place where, you know, carrying a drum set across in a boat would not be a smart idea. <laughs> Fair enough. Did you do any sorts of, like, field recordings out oh, there as well? Yeah. Um, my, my thing was, like, uh, for the first two weeks, all I did was field recordings, and I was like, oh, my God, I think this is the album, you know? Yeah. It's just going to be this beautiful sound. It's very, uh, here's the word, cacophonous is, is what it's like. And um, But, yeah, then, then what I did was I, I just had a microphone outside of the studio that every time I went into the studio, I turned on to record. So there was always the sound of the outside being pumped into the inside. And so every song is written in accordance with a field recording. Uh, is there one in particular that stands out for the field recording on this album? Yeah, well, I mean, it's probably the last song, which is called uh, Crying Fountain. And that um, and there's a sound um, in that one, which is the sort of percussive sound of a a boat builder who lives uh, just down the way from me um, and he's he's clanking on metal and things as he's building boats uh, through the day and I and I was always getting that in my field recording so I'm glad he's in there that's that's Mick Cardiff I'll, I'll do a shout out to Mick um, so you're in, kind of almost in the middle of a big tour how are you feeling about traveling and performing this year yeah I mean it's fun I mean I'm playing with these guys who are real musical geniuses they're these two twin brothers and um really it's the first time i've ever been able to say look you know what about this song let's play that and they're like yeah easy you know for something that takes me months to make they go yeah that's a g h e f chord and it's super easy and i'm like no it's really hard to play that uh but yeah no so it's it's really fun for me um 
we play a lot of songs from past records that I've never actually performed because I, I thought they were too difficult to perform and uh, now we're performing them and it's a real interesting feeling for me. Um, interesting because they're songs you haven't played before or because you're playing them with different people or well, both? I, I guess you could say both but really no it's because they're songs I wrote five ten years ago that are I've only ever heard recorded you know so to go out and play them um, is it, it's, it's like a brand new song to me you know so uh, it's really fun. Did you play any brand new songs today? You know, we probably cut a lot of, uh, we, we played a couple of songs from the new album, but some of those ones that I'm mentioning we probably cut because they're a little bit more intimate. You know, the, the Riot Fest doesn't call for intimacy. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed. Um, and uh, so that's, that's, that's savored for our, our club shows, which, which people would, would need to check out. Yeah, all right, well, we'll send them there yeah. and make sure they know they have to come see another Liars yeah. set. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you have a wonderful Riot Fest. Thanks, Amelia. My first girlfriend's name was Amelia, so I always have a soft spot for that name. <laughs> All right, cheers. Have a good time. Find this and other interviews at tripradio.org slash podcasts. Trip Radio, hear what's next.